Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the one and only Matt, the mortgage guy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing really, really well. It's... uh. You know, sometimes the future becomes clear to me, but I sometimes fail to communicate what I am seeing. So I want to take this opportunity for you and I to discuss what I'm seeing because I talk to hundreds of investors, you talk to dozens of agents, and I think we are communicating the same thing, but I am not sure people are hearing me just yet. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. The market is changing. Most people got that, but what they don't understand is what actions need to change. So I'm going to talk like I'm talking to investors. You can please clean this up like you're talking to agents. What I want people to realize from an investor's perspective is the last two years, speed and cash was all you had. It's all I had. It's all anybody had. The market we are going into is drastically different. We are going to see days on market explode. We are frankly going to find motivated sellers. We are going to find motivated sellers of all kinds. Some have equity, some don't. But the fact is they are motivated and need to sell. What I am telling investors to do, and I am so upfront, I was quoted in Business Insider probably a month ago that I'm changing my whole strategy of buying. I told them in that article that I was no longer looking at first day listings. I was only looking at 15. That's now changed to 30 and in many cases, 60. I want to find motivated sellers, but here's the deal. I don't think investors are hearing me yet. They hear me say 60 days on market. They change their search, but they're not changing behavior. What I want them to hear me say is when you find a days on market, call it a hundred days, call it open door, whatever you want to call it, right? The sellers just needs an offer. You could go ahead and write an offer at 60 grand or you know, I know 160 grand on a 300k price. That that's an exercise in futility. What you need to do is you need to call the agent. And if it's listed, maybe have your agent call the agent. Probably I would recommend having a Zoom call with all three of you. And I need you to prove to that listing agent that you've done the work. You're not some cheap ass low baller lazy person. You need to say, I've been looking at this. I've been looking at my buy box. What is a buy box? My buy box is three and four bedroom, two bath homes of this area, this size. You get the deal. I've been looking for the last six months. And oh, by the way, in my buy box, your 300K listing is overpriced, this, that, the other. And oh, by the way, rates are higher. We need to come to a more reasonable price, right? It's, you need to be able to prove to people that you were doing the work. Simply writing a lowball offer to make you feel like 
you're making progress is not the goal. The goal is to get a great deal. It's not to do activity. What do you think of all that? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. And what comes to mind as, as you talk about it is the last two years for agents and, and really for buyers, had, granted, it's been competitive, but it's been easy in that for a seller of a property, sign goes in yard, goes on MLS, it's sold the end. The agent hasn't had to work that hard, right? And for buyers and, and truth be told for my business and what I'm telling my team, it was, yeah, you can you can get up to a $600,000 house, 2.65 on a 30 year fixed. Good luck to you. Let us know when you're in contract. It is now a full contact sport because affordability is an issue. The payments attached to the, the, the rate that which borrowers have to pay to borrow is too much for people. And so what we have to do, um, you know, as an investor, as an agent, is solve the problem. And, you know, there's multiple different inputs and things that we can change and control. To your point, if, if the house is listed at 500 and somebody could pay 500 in March and have a 2637 payment attached to that. I just ran the scenario and I know the numbers because I did a video on it, which by the way, Matt, the mortgage guy on YouTube, go subscribe. Um, God, just so seamless that plug. Uh, so 10% down, uh, $500,000 purchase at a three and a quarter rate, all in payment, 2637. Some people are, are, are not putting enough puzzle pieces together and they just say, well, how do I get that payment at 7%? Oh, I better lower the purchase price to 360 and now I've got the same payment. Wrong answer. The seller's not gonna take a $140,000 haircut. Good news sellers, you don't have to. Instead of going down to 360 so that the buyer can get the same payment, buyers realize, hey, listen, rates are up. I'm going to pay a little bit more. But 3,200 is my true max, or I want to get it to 3,300. Whatever that number is, right? You start to work in. Oh, maybe if I give them 12 or 15,000 in concessions, I can buy their rate down permanently to 5.99. What does that do? Oh, it brings the payment down to 3,376. It's still above what they want to pay. So maybe in addition to the credit to buy down the rate, I've got to drop my price to 485. Okay, now we're 3275. And you can do this on either side. You can be a buyer and you do this and present this is what I, you know, price I need and, and concession I need to make my numbers work, or be a proactive seller or a listing agent and present this stuff. Because then you get into a situation where, you know, you think the sky is falling, you've got to reduce the price by a hundred grand, or as a buyer, you're like, I'm not going to pay unless I get it for 400. You could get it for 480. You could work in some seller credit to, to get a buy down. And now all of a sudden your payments under, you know, $3,200 because you've got the rate buy down and you've got the lower price. So these are the things that I'm seeing. And unfortunately it just wasn't all this work before and people are not willing to do it. But this, this is how, this is how both sides are going to win in this market. You know, as a buyer, you want, you know, the right price, the right concessions, the right monthly payment. You got to put in a little bit of work. Seller, you want this thing to freaking sell? Figure out a way to make the payment work for buyers because you've said it, I've said it, a lot of people have said it. Buyers buy based on the payment. That's 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 the biggest thing for, for buyers. So rant over. 
Yeah, what I would tell people, just kind of put a pin in this one, because I agree of all of it. When, when I think about what I talked about with investors, what I just heard you go through with agents and, and, and buyers, so dead on. Folks, communication. You have to be able to share what is going on. And if you're a seller and you want to sell but not need to sell, do me a favor. Take your, market, take your house off the market. Wait till March. See where we are. But if you need to sell for whatever reason, you better tell your listing agent that uh, you know we're going to have to communicate. And the buy buyers, you need to communicate as well, right? You just shared an example uh, how you can use credits and lower price to get to that thirty two hundred, and it's not fire sell it at three sixty. Very, I mean, th there will be sellers that have a listed at five hundred. To use your example, that instead of selling for three sixty, they'll just turn it into a rental. Hey man, I got my payment at two point eight eight. I'm good. I'll just cash flow rental. This is about communicating, figuring out what's going on. And, and, and yes, it's more work. That's the big thing I'm trying to communicate with investors is the last two years were speed and cash, but you really didn't have to communicate. It was a yes. It was a binary decision. I was either first or I wasn't this time communication, multiple communications. I'm writing offers now at 60 days, knowing that they're not going anywhere. So I can follow up at 75, follow up at 90, follow up at 100 days. Do you like me now? Do you like me now? Do you like me now? And this is just going to be a process. There will be motivated sellers. My job is to find them. My job is to work out a deal. I believe the only thing, and I had this conversation uh, yesterday, and we'll have it going forward with all my experts this week, creativity is going to win. It's, it, people that think this is just about beating up sellers on price don't understand. It's not that. Yeah, there will be some of that, no doubt. But most of it, no. The, what we have learned, if you go back and buy books from the 80s, like Robert Allen, Zero Down, whatever his book was, I think it was Blue. Um, it was creativity that won. We still did 2 million transactions when rates were 18 and 20%. Most of those weren't traditional transactions. It were creative transactions. And so creativity is going to win. But folks, the biggest thing I could tell an investor today is communicate what your buy box is, communicate what you can do, can't do, and then let the seller decide. Let the listing agent decide. What do you wrap us up and tell people where they can find you? Okay. Yeah. To wrap us up, I would say to your point, sometimes the seller doesn't know. Sometimes the listing agent doesn't know. So by you doing the work and presenting it, you're not hitting them with, hey, you've been on the market for 45 days. Better look at my offer. It's 80,000 below list. You're saying, hey, listen, I've got a certain payment. That's all I can really pay for this. As a, as a primary residence, this fits into my budget. Or as an investor, this is the number that works. In order to get there, here's the price I'm going to need. Here's the seller concession I'm going to need to buy down the rate. And you show them that. My, my hope would be the listing agent shows it to the seller. Hey, listen, somebody could buy this with a $2,600 payment back in March. We're not in that rate environment anymore. So it's hurting people's ability to buy your house. That's why there's not a line outside. That's why we don't have eight offers in the first 10 days. That's why all we've heard is crickets, right? And so they communicate the seller, the seller, since we're all human beings and human beings are making real estate transactions happen, they go, you know what? That makes sense. Okay, well, let's go to this number. Let's get this concession. And then you'll put a deal together. Humans put deals together. So if you want to put deals together, you want humans on your side that are, that are doing the work and helping you work through this stuff, greatmortgagebroker.com. Me and my team are more than happy to help. We're in almost all the states. So I think Q1 of next year will be in all of them. So I, I won't have to 
say that caveat anymore. So greatmortgagebroker.com. And do me a favor, folks. Uh, Matt's helping us. We just did a loan with a, a veteran on a house hack fourplex in San Diego. Last week, he helped me with an FHA in Fresno house hack. So doing great work. If you want to get started, you want to get on the property later, Matt, the mortgage guy is the guy to go to. Thanks, bud. Thanks, Mike.